happy Aloha Friday, everyone. And thank you for joining us. Yes, happy Aloha Friday. And I'm going to send an intention. We're just going to have a really great time. Let's have some fun today. We need a drink. I got my, got drink. my drink. Do you have a drink? It's not very icy today. <laughs> no, it's not. It kind of melted a little bit. It's hot in Hawaii. Actually, it's not hot in Hawaii. And you know what? I just um, realized that um, Thursday, a big earthquake happened in New Zealand. And to st- I start my morning, I get up early, I do a meditation before I can handle the news. And thank God I did, because when you wake up and you turn the things on and you look at your phone or you look at the news and it's like, by the way, Hawaii is under a tsunami watch. You're like, oh, my God, what happened? And then you start figuring out what are your evacuation plans and what do you have to do to prepare for something like that? Um it's too late for that already. Well, Good Lord, by the time you wake up, it's like the wave could yeah, have been there. Already. That can happen in the middle of the night for sure. I've had many, many hurt, uh, tsunami scares, hurricane scares, all those kinds of things. You know, you live anywhere on the planet. Their weather can be crazy. And I think it's just kind of getting crazier. Texas snowing is come on. That's like a total mark right. of everything's crazier. So I'm really grateful that the tsunami watch canceled and, you know, everything's fine in Hawaii. So. Thank goodness. That's just crazy. I don't think a lot of people understand, like, the power of a tsunami or how, like, quick it could come. I mean, literally, I think if it was, like, at least a 20, 30-foot wave, like, Hawaii would be wiped out. Like, Oahu, most of uh, Waikiki would be gone. I just read on on Yahoo's website that they just started to bring up the whole CDC has, like, started to promote again, like how to prepare for a zombie apocalypse. And a lot of people thought it was a joke. But their whole premise is that if you prepare for any kind of disaster, even a zombie apocalypse, you're pretty much prepared for anything. And the funny thing is, like, the time that I lived there when they had tsunami Mm -hmm. alerts and things, people were, like, last minute buying. Last minute buying their supplies. And I was like... Yeah. And I was like, it's too late. It's too late for that. I mean, a tsunami can come in two minutes. 15 minutes, one day, like you just, you just never know. So you should already have an mm-hmm. escape route, like you said. Right. Or an you always should kit. have an emergency kit um, all the time. You should, I, you know, if you have one in your car, that's a bonus. But if you have one, you know, just a grab and go bag, you know, you want to have like copies of all your documents. Um, you want to have your wallet and uh you know an extra change of clothes would be really helpful um and then if you had like a list of maybe things that you know would be great to have in an emergency like some certain snacks some water um also very helpful especially if you have like a pet you should definitely have um a grab and go bag for your pet as well and children of course yeah yeah I've recently uh, made a presentation on emergency preparedness, and I, I kind of catered it towards like preparing for a zombie apocalypse. So, I mean, I think all of these things are valid, but like in an emergency, a lot of people don't really think about the things mm-hmm. that they need. And we'll be um, we'll be posting this um, emergency preparedness slide yes. deck on our website, mytiesatsunset.com, uh-huh. uh, and some tips and tricks uh, because you call it like a to-go mm-hmm. bag. But it's actually a bug out mm-hmm. bag. Um, that's what we like <laughs> to call it. So, you know, it'll have some terms on there. It'll have, 
you know, definitions and, and also things that you will never think about. I mean, for Hawaii, I would say a solar charger is a great mm-hmm. thing to have because um, it's so yeah. sunny there. So if there's ever a full electricity, like power outage and all that stuff, like at least you still have the sun. Yes, we do. We're so very lucky. And it will dry everything out eventually. Yeah, that is the hope. <laughs> um, but I'm glad you all are safe. Uh, you know, it was pretty scary on Thursday to like wake up and, and see, a, you know, a tsunami alert. I think I think it's just scary in general to get any kind of alert. Um, in Texas, my phone's been going off with all these Amber Alerts and I just feel so bad. Because it's like constant. It's a constant full alert for mm-hmm. everybody um, who has a cell yep. phone, pretty much. You just get these Amber Alerts all day long. And uh, they have signs everywhere. It's been really... Um, also, there's been like so many accidents on the road. Lots of uh, big big news accidents and and things. And I think a lot of people are just... Because now people are starting to try to return to work. You know, Texas governor lifted that mass mandate and had something to do with the constitution. I don't know it all, the Texas constitution. And I was just like, either way, like more people are out. I saw like people like ripping their masks off in the middle of like stores and stuff and feeling liberated. And, and I just think that, you know, in my opinion, you know, as a healthcare professional and uh, amongst other things, like another human being, I just thought it was like, crazy to see that and, and witness people just throwing three sheets to the wind, just like, whatever, I'm going to run around. It's basically like, it's so weird to see somebody without a mask now. It's like they're running naked through the store. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that's how what it looks like. It's like, oh, shoot, look at you running naked through the store, you know, without your mask on or whatever. Um, I kind of wonder if, well, that this is not going to go away anytime soon the need for masks the need to be vigilant about your own health i mean even if you have been vaccinated the mutations and the strains and um even the common cold that could have similar symptoms that could freak you out i mean i just think that masks are going to be the new normal you know i think um japan was like doing it yeah. way before it was mandatory you know before it was cool <laughs> oh, yeah. when i was like in you know, Asia or like, you know, China, especially in Japan, like people would wear masks and they would sell them. And I always thought it was like so weird to see like mm-hmm. people in masks. And now it's like everybody's, everybody's in a mask. And speaking of like vaccines and stuff, you know, my brother and my sister-in-law were vaccinated this week. Uh, Johnson and Johnson, believe it or not, like they and my brother, what's funny is he had uh, a slight mm-hmm. reaction to the Johnson & Johnson, uh, I think it's also because it's a single yeah. dose. Like, it might be a little bit more potent yeah. than the other ones. Uh, he started having uh, – he was like, man, I feel so hot. I'm flush and I'm itchy and, and everything is just going wrong. And he's, like, turned into this massive baby. And I was like, you're just going through menopause. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> like, he was like, shut up. Like, I don't – I was like, that's my medical opinion is that you're just going through menopause. And then he was like, you know what those ladies asked me at, um, at you know, the vaccination site? And I was like, what? And he goes, they asked me if I was pregnant. And I was like, well, you never know. <laughs> Miracles do happen. That poor guy. Like, I was just like, they asked you if you're pregnant. And he's like, yo. He called me the whole time. He was like, what do I fill out? What do I do this? Like, he didn't even read the email. It, like, literally said, please print out this paperwork prior to your vaccination appointment. And he called me and he was like... I only printed out the barcode and I was like, you, there should have been a packet that mm-hmm. you filled out. And he was like, I didn't do that. And I was like, okay, so be calm. You're just going to go up there. You're going to get the packet. You're going to go back to your car. You're going to fill it out. 
everything's going to be great. And then you just mm-hmm. go back in the line. And he was like grumpy as all get out like about it. <laughs> And I was like, look, at least I'm mentally preparing yeah. you for this, because if I didn't, you would be. But how lucky off. he is to get the vaccine. Oh, they're they're just vaccinating like anybody over 18 now in Houston. Like you can come get it, but they only tell you the day before. So a lot of people are like, oh, crap, I got to mm-hmm. work, you know, like or I have to do all this and this. And I mean, it's not convenient for people in certain areas of Houston. Like you have to drive like an hour to get there. Okay. And it's not it's not as organized as it could be. Like um, this one was not yeah. a drive through, and they should have just filtered it out. Like if you have paperwork, you get in this line. If you don't have paperwork, come here, get it. Here's some pens. Like go ahead, mm-hmm. fill that out. And I think that would have made everything a lot smoother for everyone. My brother said like people were mean, they're frustrated, like they were just angry about everything. The parking situation mm-hmm. was terrible. And I was like, one day we're going to get it and it'll be already like way into it. Probably by June or July, we'll have it done where we're just anybody with a with a livable mm-hmm. arm, moving arm will get, you know, vaccinated. So it's really great. You know, I'm glad that they've got it. <laughs> I still think it's funny. My brother turned into a big baby with his little side effects. But um, yeah, it's it's just definitely something that you didn't think of like a couple weeks ago that everybody would be getting vaccinated. I hope that I'm on the list next. I really am excited to take my take care of myself, my own health. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And then, you know, your entire family, mm-hmm. you know, will be eligible for that. I think I think with the release of the Johnson and Johnson one, like now they have so many different types of doses out there. Like they're even giving people options to take different ones like do you want the johnson johnson do you want the mm-hmm. pfizer one like you want moderna it doesn't matter like they but they'll give you the option because they they want to know do you want to come back for another shot or do you want to just try to duke it out mm-hmm. with like one one dose and i think it's really nice that people get options because i mean i feel like in other countries where people don't have as many different yeah. like liberties are just getting injected whatever, whatever they got yeah is available yeah and hopefully things improve i you know i I'm still confused why some of the states have don't have mass mandates. Mm. Like, I thought that was going to be something that we all do until like every like a certain amount of the population is vaccinated. Mm-hmm. It makes sense, especially if you're traveling and I'm traveling be... from state to state. And Hawaii has some yeah, of the strictest traveling still to come here. You have to be tested before. Um, three days before your flight um, or and then you also be tested when you land and you have to have all of that documentation yeah. with you um, and you have to take certain tests and different islands actually within our state have different rules and how much you're allowed to like um, explore and, and or if you have to quarantine I mean different you just have to really be vigilant and I keep mean, researching it. I mean, if you really want to go there, you you should do your due diligence to protect the people that mm-hmm. actually live there. Because we're trapped on our little island. You know, be respectful. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, you know, I, I, I hate to say this, but Hawaii in a zombie apocalypse, not a great place to be. Like, just hands down, my, like, you are I just shall be trouble. a zombie. I know. And then it's an island of zombies that are all sunburned. Like, I, <laughs> I just feel... <laughs> you guys, your decay rate will be like way faster because you guys are all it's gonna okay. be outside bumbling around in the hot, hot sun. Uh, can you imagine if you did like as I would love to do a zombie movie like on Oahu or like 
an island. Like, no, Oahu. Because how fun would it be to be, like, dress your zombies up in all these, like, bikinis and, like, you know, being baked in the sun? Because most of the time, like, they're just standing there. Like, some, maybe one has, like, a Mai Tai still in their hand. And, you know, it would be funny, like, just looking at, um, you know, down, down in Waikiki, like, just tourists like walking around with their cameras around their neck and they're all zombie like it would just be funny speaking of it would be comical waikiki waikiki has been famous for years for its halloween party and that would be your best chance to see a whole bunch of uh zombies even in bikinis (laughs) hey did you hear speaking you know like of movies and stuff did you hear that they're doing like a ncis hawaii no i did not like they're canceling, they're canceling out NCIS New Orleans, and then they're going to do NCIS Hawaii. And I was like, so basically, they're going to take all the New Orleans like plot lines and just they're going to just redo Hawaii. it with a Hawaii and cast. I thought, I thought Hawaii, yeah, I thought Hawaii Five O and maybe Magnum PI were going to get like the act, the acts because they're you know starting all these Hawaii Five O did they finish they finished filming so that show's done right and Mag Magnum PI okay. is still going. Um but CBS, I think they just have uh, a hold here. And I'm really appreciative. Well, well, there's like a fascination. There's a fascination with Hawaii. Like everybody wants to know more about Hawaii or living mm-hmm. there and stuff. But the way they portray it in like Hawaii Five O and like Magnum P.I., mm-hmm. the newer one. Magnum P.I., the newer one is like my absolute like I don't like it. It's so cheese. <laughs> I'm like these people, these people don't live in Hawaii. I'm sorry. Like these this cast, like nobody even looks like they would be from uh, Hawaii. I don't think, except one, yeah, one. Lady. Um, but you know what I always get offended by is um, when they're like running, like the bad neighborhood could be my neighborhood, and I'm like, hey, my neighborhood's <laughs> not a bad neighborhood, or like, oh. no, they always show they always show it like uh, clothes hanging from the line. I was like, that's a real thing. I mean, you don't know how expensive yeah. like electricity is. They're like, do the houses really look like that? Like people uh, ask me, like they kind of look like shanties. They don't have air conditioning. They're not sealed up. And I was like, no, they look like that. And that's probably like a five six hundred thousand. Oh yeah, home. especially. Um, <laughs> I mean, they never show going down. Um, okay, so his favorite drive, the favorite drive for Magnum PI, is um, along Kalaniaunaole Highway, which is um, you mm-hmm. know you're coming around Makapu'u side that's that real beautiful shot that you always see there Ferrari filmed and then it really irritates me because on the title card shot with the title they changed the backdrop to be the Ko'ula mountain range which is in Kaneohe Kaneohe Bay which is like totally far away you know Ko'ula's are gorgeous and I know they're trying to include all these elements to just be like wow but just so you know when you're driving down personally that road you're gonna be like hey that is not the right (laughs) mountains hey there's some mountains mountains missing missing. the little islands are there's two which i don't know why they just didn't leave it but there's two little islands instead of just the one chinaman's hat which is he's always oh you know when he was paddling um and i know when they filmed that kayak scene when he's paddling out by chinaman's hat that was um when we were having bad weather it was like hurricane weather and he was in surge surge water so when you look and you see the current you're like oh that's storm water (laughs) they put him out out there there. they probably put they put the no they put the stunt man out there no that was really him he's he's terrible that was it because they have super close he's a terrible he's got an escort boat you know he's there the escort boat's like five 
five you know feet away and they're filming him just paddling a short distance was it really worth it though anyway Anyway. are we talking about we're talking about the new age yeah the new one yeah right okay so the old one yeah um Worst TV show hands down. Tom Selleck was in it though, and he was cheesy, but it was funny. No, no, no. I'm I'm talking about oh the new one. New one is probably the worst show right now because I'm like, no, you wouldn't inherit that. You would not have two Dobermans. Like everybody would know that you have two Dobermans. But I think they like me. They had to pay homage to the original show. I guess. But you know, Barack Obama bought that property. So the real estate that um. That first Magnum P.I., the Tom Selleck version, it was shot at what yeah. I knew was called the Eve Anderson Estate in uh, Waimanalo, which is down that favorite road that the new Magnum P.I. likes to drive down through. <laughs> but it's in Waimanalo yeah. area. And um, so the house was it was very old. And uh, Barack Obama, I think his friend or something helped him to buy it and... Um, He's building a huge, yeah, I, huge estate. I thought for Nalo, you couldn't you couldn't buy it unless you were like native. native no, Hawaii. that's um the the beachfront side where he is. That's all uh, private. Oh. You, anybody can like where the Hobbit. Anybody is can it, buy it. Is that where the Hobbit house is? Um, you like the the purple the the bright pink one. No, there's one that's like looks like a mm-hmm. hobbit house. Yes, like yes, it's, it's like yes, little tree yes, houses. It is. Yeah. I'm sorry, I I, that's I like, know what you're talking okay. about. But it's the it's the it's the side that's closer to the mountains is what you have to buy if yeah. you're a native Hawaiian and you have like a dollar of land tax. Yes, or whatever. and so oh, Property and tax. if you are a member of the Elks Club, I think it's the Elks Club. Yeah. Uh, no, it's not. It's a they're Masons. What is it? There's that big facility that you can rent out, and it's like two doors down from that property. It's like near the park. But anyway, there yeah. is like a ton of grassland parking over there right across. Um, there's no buildings on the mountainside. And there is a plethora of homeless people. And I'm sure that when oh. Barack Obama comes with his um, entourage, they're all going to be moved. And um, where are they going to go? I really where don't they know. Go? We like... are so limited on our resources. Um, other states during the winter time have organizations and churches, and um, they think it's great if you send your homeless to Hawaii. But taxpayers, yeah. we actually get forced to have to send them back to their state because our resources are so limited just for the local population that are homeless. And there are children and families. There's mm-hmm. like 800 children that are local children that are homeless because there's just not enough resources. And so please, if I could just make a plea to stop your state mm-hmm. from sending your homeless to Hawaii because we don't have the resources. We are the number one most expensive place to live. And yeah, I don't know why you think true. a homeless person is going to have any chance of surviving it's it's devastating. Well, they just they want to send them for the weather, yeah. right? But they but they don't realize like they get stuck he, stuck there, and a lot of them have mental illness issues. And then you then you're dealing with people who actually are from Hawaii, and then they're they're homeless because they've lost their jobs or they mm-hmm. can't afford to live. And then it just compounds itself. I mean, I remember working down by Dole Cannery, and there was just tons. But there's a shelter down there too. Yeah. 
and it would just be packed, you know. Yeah. We need we need um, more resources for there, sure. We need more resources for sure. Yeah. Every state does. When I was going to school there, that's true. When I was going to school there, um, they made us volunteer in this, like, mm-hmm. soup kitchen. And, like, all the local businesses would send, like, you know, almost expired yeah. food. Such as, like, Starbucks would send their pastries that were, like, yeah. from the day. You know, and people, you know, loaves of bread from bakeries and things. And it's open mm-hmm. to everyone. There would be, like, a mix of college students. There was a college professor who ate mm-hmm. there every day. There were obviously homeless people. And there were, like, people who would, like, cry and be like, this is the only meal I'm going to have today. We'd be giving them, like, loaves of bread and stuff. And, like, a lot of, like, older children with their, you know, disabled parents. And they would be like, we don't know where we're going to go tonight. We've been sleeping on the streets. Like, we got sent here. They would say, like, we got sent here and we thought it was going to be better and it's not and and you know i was just surprised by like the mix of people mm-hmm. that were there especially surprised like uh people who have jobs like college a lot of people that I a knew. lot of people who have jobs are homeless yeah and it's it's just crazy to me um and college kids like that's not the place that i would suggest anybody going unless you have like everything paid for yeah. or you have a and job. the dorms let me just tell you they're not the best and off campus Housing rentals might be better, but you have to have um, in Hawaii, you have to have your first month's rent. uh, Plus, you have to have a deposit, which is equal to your first month's rent. And that is not your last month deposit. That is returned to you upon damages that could have happened to the property. So you have to have it's, uh, you know, security deposit is what we call it here. Uh, And so that's double. So just me just give you an idea. Um, like a three or four bedroom home in a good neighborhood is going to be $4,000 a month or higher yeah. or yeah, higher. Right. Yeah, I know that in uh, beach neighborhoods, it can be as high as $10,000 a month or higher. And if you're looking at those million, million dollar properties, some of them are like $26,000 yeah. a month. Yeah. I mean, cause they're, you know, and that's just crazy. Yeah, but there me. are people who do come here and they do pay it. When you see the vacation rentals and you look at the Airbnbs and, um, you know, people in Hawaii, those are their family homes, most likely. And so they in order for them to live there, they have to rent out a portion of their home. So it has helped. Actually, that industry has helped. Um, But Mm. when you know that you're coming into a neighborhood, you can't be having loud parties. You know, you're in a neighborhood with families. Pete, please try to be respectful. Hawaii people were actually... Um, we're kind of quiet and, uh, for the most part, and we try to, you know, cause our neighbors, they're, there's five feet to maybe 10 feet between you and your neighbor's wall. And in some right. places it's the opposite side of a wall. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of right. those kind of, and, you know, we just, we just don't have a lot of space. And if you're living in a building or a dorm or apartment, um again just try to be the cool neighbor people are so stressed when they're struggling in those kind of situations yeah and i mean i would say like violence was not on the like it wasn't something uh i was really fearful Mm -hmm. in hawaii i mean of course late at night you don't like walk around like chinatown down there yeah you know even waikiki some areas you don't walk around at night 
Oh yeah, Kohio. Yeah, what's up? Yeah, we yeah we wouldn't walk around there. But some of the student housing was off of Kohio, which is like near Waikiki, mm-hmm. and like it's pretty scary down there. Um, shady, shady. I a think good word. every neighborhood, every neighborhood has a there's a part of it that's not safe, and you sh- you shouldn't like be area. walking in every single neighborhood. There's always. But people still do. I mean, a lot of people think like, you know, I don't know. I wouldn't say they're ignorant to it, but a lot of people think they're just safe walking certain places. But you're a target because you are. Yeah. So try not to look like one um, as best you can. Yeah. Not to be obvious and, you know, (laughs) carrying the camera and taking pictures every second. Um, Try to look like you belong a little bit. Um, Yeah. Now Kaka'ako is not that bad, though. Yeah. there's just different pockets. You just got to be careful. I mean, just be vigilant. I mean, Hawaii, we're part of the United States of America. And we have <laughs> every kind of person here. It's an international melting plot, pot. Um, we don't, we have a lot of diversity. I will say that. We have so much diversity. Oh, but yeah. I did want to talk about neighborhoods. Since we spent so much time talking about Waikiki, what are your tips about visiting Waikiki? Well, I think Waikiki is, like, one of those things. A lot of people don't realize, like, the mm-hmm. hotels, they might be 230 to $400 mm-hmm. a night. But don't forget about the taxes, the resort taxes, the hotel fees, the tourism parking. tax. And then your parking fee. I mean, at the Halikoa, which is, like, you know, the rates are based on your military rank. It's a pretty decent hotel on the beach. And... um but you have to pay mm-hmm. for parking and a lot of people and they don't have valet they don't have all that stuff fancy stuff now if you're staying at like the moana surf rider valet is like 30 to 40 dollars mm-hmm. a night and people don't take that into account and there's really no self-parking so if you want to rent a car just know that you're going to have those fees uh one of the things that i used to do when i wanted to go to waikiki is i would park at ala moana mm-hmm. mall in a area that didn't say one hour parking because you have to watch for that and i would take the free pink trolley it's free if you buy something but it's two dollars cash if you don't have that and take the trolley in down into waikiki Mm -hmm. and you could get dropped off anywhere pretty much Uh, there's stops like you know every mile or so and you just uh can spend all day down there the last trolley runs around like 11 Mm -hmm. p.m um, but most people don't stay that long. So, you know, you just get back on the trolley and it takes you right back to Ala Moana Mall and you have free mm-hmm. parking. Um, another tip for parking is that you could park by the zoo where there is some free parking, but that gets snatched up by like five to eight o'clock yeah. in the morning. Street parking, um, street parking. So, you know, between street parking. Yeah. And that, that was kind of difficult. I would also go to um, restaurants or like a mm-hmm. spa. You know, and I would park at the hotel because I could get validated and I would just spend the whole day. In Waikiki, yeah. absolutely. So there's every yeah, time there's all different yeah, everywhere types of you ways. go, ask for validation. You know, if you're going to buy if you make a purchase yeah. in any part of the hotel, getting validation, um, just keep extending it. They just have little stickers that they add on. That's like this is good for an hour. This is good for two hours. And, yeah. Right. Royal Hawaiian Shopping Center, the pink building is like that. Um, Just make sure you pay your ticket before you leave because they don't have an attendant. Um, But I would just buy something from the food court or I would go to a restaurant there and I could park all day. And it was like a small fee, like $6 instead of $40 to $50, you know, cap or whatever 
The new International Marketplace also has something like that. So it has a bigger parking yep. garage. You can park there, but you just have to buy something. And there's like lots of little eateries mm-hmm. and things. So you don't have to break the bank to, um, you know, go there. There's a really great place for mochi donuts. Oh. <laughs> My favorite is uh, yeah, ice so cream good. at Royal Hawaiian uh, Shopping Center. There's uh, Royal Hawaiian. No, Hilton Hawaiian Village. I'm sorry. Hilton Hawaiian Village. Lepert's ice cream. They have like the large, um, the waffle oh, cone. Yeah. That they used to be, be, they used to have a location in Alamoana Shopping Center and they lost it. So if I want to have it, I have to go there. Or I found out that their original location is on Kauai and I found, I went there when I was there. You know what I miss? I miss um, Poi Dogs. It used to be on Kuhio and what they would do is uh, toast the bun from the inside out for uh-huh. a hot dog, where they called it a Poi Dog. And they would um, put the ketchup mustard or the mango chutney or pineapple chutney into it. And then they would stick the hot dog in this like hole of a bun that was toasted from the inside out. And it was delicious. And I think the only location they now have is on Kauai. Like I think the Waikiki location. That's such a bummer. It was so sad. It was it was such a good concept. <laughs> like I I feel like I could make a million dollars like doing that somewhere mm-hmm. around here. Like who wouldn't like um, a hot dog like that? It's cheap. It's easy. It's like it's innovative. You know what? It's our food yeah. truck. In our, fact, our um, truck. yeah. So places like that um, are so much better than, you know, we don't have like the big chains. We mentioned this in a previous episode. We don't have the yeah. big drive through trains that, you know, people are used to on the mainland, like In-N-Out or Chipotle or um, pretty much a lot of most of them. If you can name it, we don't have it. <laughs> um, but yeah. you know, we have so many wonderful mom and pop places. These tiny little hole in the walls. Don't be afraid to go in and try something because everything is delicious. It'll be crowded, but but in do fact, it. Crowd, I mean, you know, even in the times crowds are a good sign because if there's a crowd, crowds are always especially if no, they're local people. I always, always look to see who's lining well, up there. Yeah. Is it local people or is it just hungry tourists? Because if it's <laughs> Well, I always felt like if there's a bunch of Asian people in a re- Asian mm-hmm. restaurant, like y- yeah. you're doing good. Like you're you're That's all legit. Set, yeah. You know? If they approve, it's legit. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else about Waikiki? I mean, it's just it's fun. It's it. Um, don't take any flyers from people. <laughs> like it's weird. Like don't don't litter. Um, there's a lot of like there was a lot of gun ranges uh down in like Waikiki. inside like Buildings and hotels. Yeah. Okay. So buildings. Shoot. Yeah. Like, like, like a shooting range. And I'm like, why? Why would this? Why is this happening? Um. There's a lot of fancy stores. There's a you know one of the um. Uh, products that I really like that you know, they have it everywhere, but it I think it's mm-hmm. Mylay. Uh. The like the. Skincare oh yeah. Products. I have I have some lotions. Oh, it smells like tuberose and like gardenias and blah like Hawaii. Yep all in it you know just it's you should go and get the local and bring it all home for your friends you know what when you come to hawaii and you're shopping in waikiki and you're you're like uh your friends and your family are like bring me something back when you walk out of a hotel there are these um abc stores they kind of like uh they're kind of like a 7-eleven they're like a convenience store but they sell t-shirts they sell t-shirts so so cheap but don't eat their spam musubi. It's yeah, old and but, dry. And and I'm sorry, a lot of things are overpriced. But um, don't buy the t-shirts. Your family doesn't want t-shirts. They want you want to bring back something. Local. You want to bring back 
just like those coffee. lotions. You want to bring back the smell of Hawaii. Yeah, Anything that smells like pikake yep. or gardenia or plumeria. You want to bring those things back. You want to bring chocolate. We're known for our Hawaiian cho- oh, chocolate. Oh, I love Big Island candies. Shortbread. Oh, my goodness. In Oh, Hawaiian Pineapple Company. Oh my, Hawaiian. No, it's the Pineapple Cookie Company or something like there's, Hawaiian there's, Pineapple there's Cookie like Company. They give out free yes. samples. Go find them. Cookie Corner. Go yeah. get the samples. I mean, they usually don't limit you, but they can. <laughs> uh, I might be guilty of that. But the Big Island candies and the lower level of Ala yeah. Moana, like they will feed you brownies, uh-huh. like chocolate yeah. bars. And they'll just keep feeding you if you want it. Like just keep putting your hand out. And they even have like water dispensers so you can just refresh yep. your palate. Keep and trying things. Go again. But yeah, those are the things that you should you should take home to your family. If you have a if you have Definitely. a Costco membership, yeah. you can buy these things in bulk. And yeah, bulk. and then you instead of sticking it in your luggage, go ahead and mail it to yourself. Use the U.S. Post Office. Mail it or buy another there luggage. There is, by the way, <laughs> and. Uh, a U.S. post office inside Ala Moana Shopping Center on the ground floor. Why am I not surprised There's also that? a monetary exchange. I did not know that. You know, like a foreign money exchange? And... Yeah, you got to find it, though. Like, some of these places are hard to find in Ala Moana. Cause it's Ala like Moana, me. by the way, is the size of a city block. End-to-end, corner-to-corner. Yes, corner. this is the mall. It is the largest open air shopping mall in the world and it has every single high-end designer that you can imagine they're oh, all yeah. there these yep. over there there and their um waikiki stores they are like their most expensive locations in the world they have to be just because of how mm-hmm. much we charge for rent here um but those are their if you want to see the best of the best of gucci or all these other high-end brands that i can't Mem- remember right now <laughs> but they all fendi yeah. louis vuitton yeah. coach lululemon they're ASAP, all there yeah all these so games, yeah. on waikiki you'll oh, see yeah. their their number one stores and you'll also see a bunch of them in alamoana shopping center um yep yep they're all in one place it's pretty ridiculous yeah. it's pretty ridiculous like it's and do do we end up shopping there? Yes. So yes, we do. Because it's a lot just of people appeal. fly to Hawaii to shop here because the sales price on the taxes is cheaper. Yeah, the taxes are cheaper. It's like four point seven percent. So if you bought the same bag, uh, you know Louis Vuitton in California, it's ten percent, almost eight to ten percent uh, taxes. But here it's uh, four and a quarter. Yeah. Four, I think it's four and a quarter to four seven four point two five seven five or something like yeah, that. Yeah, up. I think at most five point two five percent. It depends on what you're buying. There is a food tax there. There is a food tax. I don't have a food tax in Texas, but the um, sales tax yeah. kills me. Eight and a quarter. Like it's. I was like, wow, that's a yeah. lot. Um, you know. Hawaii, we get a lot of taxes. Everything is taxed. But I will say that I know yeah. so many um, international travelers that tell me that they come to Hawaii. Just to shop the luxury brands because the taxes when, you know, you're buying a bag, it's a thousand dollars minimum, you know, it starts there. And to pay eight percent versus four and a half, four point two five percent. That's a big difference. Yeah. Right. It's a plane ticket. And usually those luxury goods in like international is like way more expensive than in America. Like it's just it's just how it is. Like going in Hong Kong and Japan, like looking at these high end stores, their stuff is like maybe 20, 30 percent more 
than what it is in America. So I, I mean, I understand. We have uh, people crossing the border here in Texas that just mm-hmm. go shopping because um, they they say that a lot of things are more expensive uh, down in Mexico, and I totally believe yep. it. I mean, you know, Import it's just the importing tax. and the yeah. exporting and stuff. Yeah, it's crazy. But um, I would say, you know, in a nutshell, Waikiki is great. Um, lots of good restaurants. I would say get on open table, make reservations way ahead of time. The Cheesecake Factory is like one of the most popular restaurants. They do not take reservations. So the best time to go is right before the dinner rush because you'll be waiting two to three hours for a table and it is um, not Duke worth Hanamokus. it. Um, oh, yeah. Dukes. Dukes. Dukes is great. Um, you can make for a reservation. Dukes, yes. uh, yeah, you can. But you have to make it maybe two to three yeah, so advance. make a good reservation um, for Duke Hanamokus. They are right on the beach, right um, by the Moana Surfrider. I forgot what hotel they're in. Yep, Outrigger. Outrigger. So many great yeah, places. Yeah, they're in the Outrigger hotel. And if you're an Elks Club member, the Elks Club have their own clubhouse and parking um, right on the beach. So does Outrigger Canoe Club. Outrigger Canoe Club, but a lot of people are Elks members around the nation, around the world. Cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. So lots of good places. Um, You know, maybe in the next podcast we can talk about other neighborhoods. But I think with Waikiki, you just got to go down there knowing it's going to be a big touristy thing. Lots of great shops, lots of options for you to get uh, local wear and uh, support local businesses and, you know, or support like the big businesses. It doesn't matter. It's just it's the atmosphere being down there. Um, have some shaved ice. Watch the sunsets. sunsets the iconic diamond Sit head on the beach. views. Yeah. And, diamond yeah. head and is those awesome. are pretty. Those are pretty safe beaches. Waikiki. The the yeah. because the reef is so far out. The it's not real wavy. You know, if you, the surfers are way out mm-hmm. further, but you're not. It's pretty easy to swim. So I think a lot of people like it. Best. I think one of the best views that I've seen is from Rumfire. Uh, they have like outdoor, they have the torches going, they have lots of sofas mm-hmm. and seating area and you can watch the sunset and see Diamond Head in the background. And that one at Sheraton? So I would Rumfire. support that. Sheraton. Yes, it is. Yep. Yeah. And then the the fireworks every Friday night put on by the Hilton Hawaiian Village. From the Hilton. Yes, Hilton. Yep. Yeah. At the lagoon. The lagoon is also fabulous. You want to play every, you want to try every kind of water toy. They have them for rent there and they're pretty yep. affordable. And you can get ice cream and yeah. sit there. Oh, yeah. there's also some free parking right over there around Hilton Hawaiian Village in that parking lot. But you got to watch those signs. They're... Watch the signs because my car got yeah. towed one time. Yeah. When but I was there, there. Are... I was like, man, I'm so lucky I got parking. And then yeah. I get it's towed. It's because there are they have signs from certain parking stalls to certain parking stalls for different activities. Yeah. It is a major harbor, but there's also beach. And so for the beach goers, that is, there's free parking there. I don't know if you're allowed to, if you can yeah. get away with overnight, you might get towed overnight. But if you're coming and you're renting a no, car, I think you, you will. can actually rent a car f- per day. Rent it in the morning. They'll come pick you up, some of them, or you can easily get a shuttle or something to them and uh, rent your car and return it that same day. Yeah. I mean, these are all really good tips. And I think, you know, as we move along in our podcast, we'll continue to drop um, tips on your travels to Oahu and Waikiki. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, eventually we'll probably jump islands and try to give you guys more tips, especially about Maui, because Maui and Kauai, those are like probably the other two. Big Island, yeah, probably up there, too, because of the coffee and everything. But Mm -hmm. 
It has been an absolute pleasure. Aloha Friday. Enjoy your pauhana and put your feet up and watch the sunset. So thank you for joining us. Please check us out. MyTiesAtSunset.com Facebook, Twitter, Medium, all um, YouTube and spot like we have all our podcasts out there on pretty much every platform. So just check us out. Keep Googling us. We're going to have updates soon and I'll post the emergency preparedness slide deck and mm-hmm. all the good things. Until we meet again, ahoy home.